Let's open our Bible to Psalms chapter 28 and the 7th verse. The book of Psalms chapter 28 and the 7th verse. The Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusted in Him and I am helped. Therefore, my heart greatly rejoices and with my song I will praise Him. Amen. One more scripture. Judges chapter 14 and the 14th verse. Judges chapter 14 and the 14th verse. So he said to them, Out of the eater came something to eat, and out of the strong came something sweet. Amen. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Tonight, what the God has put into my heart, it is, to, it is the time, the time to stay sweet. Open your mouth and say, the time to stay sweet. Hallelujah. How many of you like sweets? Amen. Whether Christmas or Easter, hot or cold, everybody likes. Amen. Even I'm doing a keto, even me. I crave for some keto cake. It is a time to not just consume sweet, but it's the time to Stay sweet. Hallelujah. The time to stay sweet. Psalm 28, 7 says, The Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusted in Him and I am helped. Therefore my heart greatly rejoices with the song I will praise Him. When I was meditating through the word, another subtitle that came to me is, From being low to being joyful. From being jo- low to being joyful. It's the month of February. And the Lord put it to my heart. Many people are feeling a low in their heart. Burdened in their spirit. They are feeling a low in their Christian walk. Just the second month of 2022. <laughs> it's too early to, fe- to being feel low. It is a year of laughter. Pastor said it is a it's your time. Psalm 28, 1. The Bible says, To you I cry, O Lord, my rock. Do not be silent to me, lest if you are silent to me, I become like those who go down to the pit. Psalm of David, he's praying, Lord, I don't want to go low into the pit. Set me free from experiencing a lowness in my life. He's starting with a prayer. A low moment in the psalm. He's crying. Do not be silent. Lest I will be like one who go down to the spit. If your ears are open. Let me tell you tonight. 2022 you will not see a silent God. He's a talking God. I heard pastor saying in one of the talk, talks. Uh, either yesterday or day before. He said he's a talking God. He wants to talk to his people. Hallelujah. Glory to God. It is up to you whether you want to listen to him. I heard the story of this businessman who was supposed to fly into European nations to uh, fix a deal. And the people back there from the office front, from the business front for calling him to come. He was a Christian. While he was planning, scheduled his trip on a particular date, just few hours before that he felt a strong voice telling him not to travel not to go everybody on the other side is waiting for him he cancelled the meeting 
Though there were many pressure, much pressure coming from the other side to come and you know, attend the meeting and seal the deal. He listened to the voice inside. He listened to what God said. And later, few hours later, he heard the same flight which he was supposed to travel. Crashed and 123 people died. If you are willing to listen, come on, God speaks to you. God is a talking God. He is a speaking God. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. When you look through the Bible, when, when you say God is speaking to you, He speaks to you one personally in your personal time. But hallelujah, many times in the Bible you see God speaking through other people into your lives. So there are other people like your pastor, like men of God, God has placed over you. You will see God sometimes always don't speak directly. God spoke to Samuel through an ally. God spoke to Elisha through a Elisha. God spoke to a Joshua through a Moses. Proud Christians will crash because of this pride that I will, more, I will not move a step unless God speak to me directly. There is nothing like that in the Bible. God can speak through even a donkey. Oh, hallelujah. So here the psalmist is praying. Lord, do not be silent. I don't want to go into the pit. Pit is a place of lowness. Something that has brought, brought in you down. A place of where you go down. It's a place of pit. Pit is a place of no water. Dryness. You can worship. You can praise. You can read the Bible. You can pray. It's a clear sign you are in the pit. You are not in the, any kind of heavenly experiences if you cannot shout unto God, if you cannot get up in the morning and pray, if you cannot confess the scriptures, if you can't pray in tongues, hallelujah, if you can't say amen to a word, you are in the pit. And it is to recognize and say, Lord, lift me up into the pit, out of the pit. The Bible says in Psalm 60, leave. Psalm 40 and verse 2, what is the word says? Psalm 40 and verse 2. He also brought me up out of a horrible pit out of the mighty clay and set my feet upon a rock and established my steps. He brought me out of a horrible pit. It's a horrible place where you can experience the presence of God. When you are in the pit, your dream cannot be fulfilled. Joseph had to be brought out of the pit to go and go after his dreams. Pit and dreams. Pit is an enemy to your dream. That's why they threw the dreamer into the pit. Come on, somebody tonight. If you stay in the pit, dream will not fulfill. Many times I've seen, I'm a man who go after my dreams. But many a times I've seen, it is the pit, it is the voice of the pit, it, it is it's the pit that stops you. Tonight, let there be a lifting up. Oh, pray tonight. He brought me out of the miry pit. Hallelujah. Oh, the psalmist has to say it out. Pit is a place you cry alone, but you feel like nobody hears you. Pit is a place no one is there to help you. Pit is a place where you're trapped. Pit is a dangerous place. You'll die if you stay long. Your dreams will die. Your purposes will die. 
Hallelujah. You will lose her sense of eternity. You forget where you are going. You live in such a way that you forget where you are going. But this is a place where vulnerable. Don't know what to do. It's a place of no answers. Lazarus was in the grave. He was in a place of no answers. But from there, I like the humility, sincerity, integrity of David. He's praying from there. He said, Lord, I want to, I, I, I don't want to go there. Help me, Lord. And what does the Bible says in the seventh verse? He says, the Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusted in him. I am helped. I mean, in a therefore my heart greatly rejoices and with my song I praise him. The Lord told me, it is a time to win losing battles. Come on somebody tonight. Hallelujah. How many of you are in a losing battle? God said, hallelujah. February if you pray. February if you thank the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. If you sincerely, genuinely pray from your heart. Certain losing battles of your life will be turned into victorious winning moments of your life. Declare, hallelujah. Tonight I will not be a part of a losing battle. A losing team. I will be a part of a winning team. I am a winner's child. Nobody remembers a loser. Nobody remembers a losing team. Everybody remembers who won the World Cup. Nobody remembers who came second. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. The Lord came with an answer. Look at Psalms 40. One, two, three in the message translation. I waited and waited and waited for yeah. God. At last he looked. Finally he listened. He lifted me out of the ditch, pulled me from deep mud. He stood me up on a solid rock to make sure I wouldn't slip. He taught me how to sing the latest God song, a praise song to our God. More and more people are seeing this. They enter the mystery, abandoning themselves to God. They enter the mystery. Abandoning themselves to God. When do you enter the mystery of your breakthrough? When do you unlock your mystery? When you abandon yourselves to God. Hallelujah. In other words, one day they were in a low place in a pit. And the next day they are in the high place. Hallelujah. They are above. They were below yesterday. They were above. There's a mystery. Abandoning themselves to God. Is there a song like that? Hallelujah. Abandon themselves, yourselves to God. Is that a song like that? No? Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. So mystery. Abandoning yourselves to God. When you abandon yourselves. What does abandon mean? Nobody wants you. Why are you abandoning yourselves to God? Because... There is one person who wants you. His name is Jesus. When you realize, who is in need of you? Mark 11 says, Master is in need of you. When you realize that, you abandon yourselves to God. Hallelujah. It is in that abandoning. It is in that 
completely leaving your life to God. It is like throwing that net. You're throwing your life into that unknown water because God says so. Because Jesus is in the shore. Wow. There's a mystery of shift. There is a mystery of one minute you are down and the other minute you are up. There is a lift that came upon in that abandoning, in that letting go. There is something that God did. How many of you can say, hallelujah, there is something God did. Not me, hallelujah. There is something God did in my surrendering, in my abandoning. Hallelujah. It is in my abandoning. It is in my let go of my ego and let go of my, hallelujah, self security and self uh, 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 strength that God did something. I think it's Oral Roberts who said, God cannot do with any self-sufficient person. Hallelujah. Abraham unlocked the mystery psalmist is saying in Genesis 14 and the 22nd verse. What was the mystery Abraham unlocked in Genesis 14 and the 22nd verse? But Abraham said to the king of Sodom, I have raised my hand to the God, Lord Most High, the possessor of heaven and earth, that I will take nothing from a thread to a sandal strap, and that I will not take anything that is yours, lest you should say, I have made Abram rich. Amen. He is telling an evil king. He is telling Sodom. He is saying, I lift my hands to the El Elyon, the most high God. He unlocked. He understood the mystery of lifting up. He said, who will lift me up? The most high God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. The lifted God will lift me up. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Open your eyes and see a lifted God. A God who is on high. El Elyon, the possessor of heaven and earth. Hallelujah. He will lift you up tonight in the name of the Lord. Whichever pit, financial pit, job pit, relationship pit, marriage pit. Come on somebody tonight. It is the El Elyon, the most high God, the possessor of heaven and earth. Tonight will lift you up. Lift your hands. Lift your hands and praise the name of the Lord tonight. Oh, Rabba Baba, Victory by the blood of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. He connected his name, Abraham, to the most high God. Abraham. It's not yet Abraham. Abraham. Connected his name to the Most High God. Abraham means exalted father. There is a level in which I can go high. I am not going up anymore. So he connected his life to the Most High God. And Genesis 15 one says, After these things, God spoke. The word of the Lord came. Wow. You 
Stop looking yourself as somebody. Like pastor said this morning, if you think that you have arrived, God can't do anything anymore. Don't come to a place even before you arrive and think, act and think like you have arrived there. When you are not even started. Abraham humbled himself and said, Lord, I'm not arrived. I'm not even started. Hallelujah. I connect myself to you. And what happened? God spoke to him. The word of the Lord came to him. Tonight, let me tell you, if you tell the Lord, Lord, I've not arrived, Lord. I'm too far away from your purpose and plan. I am, hallelujah, somewhere, hallelujah. Oh, Lord, far, far away, Lord. I connect to your name. I connect to the most high God. And the word of the Lord came to him. Hallelujah. Because this guy is saying, I don't have any child. Should I keep Eliza? I don't have child. Lord, I waited. I want one word answer. Are you going to give me a child? Says, Lord, answer me. Will I get married? Will I get this job? How long I wait? Will this door be opened? Will the nations be opened? Tell me one word. And God gave him an essay. Descriptive answer. If you are willing to listen to God, God is ready to give you a descriptive. Hallelujah. Praise God. A descriptive writing about your future. Amen. He will not just show you one aspect of your life. He will describe what he is about to do in your life. Come on. I pray that you take time for the Lord to tell you hallelujah in a very long descriptive way what he is going to do. He gave every I mean detail of what was he planning to do. Come on. 2022 I pray the details about your life will be unfolded in front of your eyes in the name of Jesus. Glorify your name. Hallelujah. Peter huh, asking should I go into a Gentile's house? God gave a huge sheet. Describe, hallelujah. He to brought all the animals, all the reptiles, hallelujah, to tell him what an important door that I've opened. He is telling in detail, you can, you can eat this animal, you can eat that animal, you can eat this animal. And in the descriptory way, he said, come on, now I want you to go into the Gentile's house. They are no longer unclean. Hallelujah. You are not going to be in an unknown territory about your life. God is going to clearly speak to you. To the one who is willing to wait in the presence of God. Who is going to connect his name to the most high God. Abraham's tense moments is Genesis 15. The father of faith tense moment. He saw uh, darkness hovering over it. He got frightened. And inside the darkness, the torch of the Lord came. Hallelujah. A clarity, a torch to show his future. Amen. Even your greatest darkness. Hallelujah. God's one small torch is enough to penetrate through your darkness. Uh, and bring you out of it tonight in the name of the Lord. This word is enough to break the power of darkness over your life. In the name of Jesus. One word. And then God said. You know why you're going through attention? There is a generational battle that you're facing. 
There is something in your life and in your descendants life that is battling. There's a four generation battle happening. Afterwards, everybody say afterwards. afterwards. I will bring you into the land of Canaan. Hallelujah. That was the Abrahamic covenant. He had to wait four generations to see his descendants free from the power of Egypt into the promised land. But we are in the New Testament covenant. Praise God. Four generations breakthrough can happen in four minutes. Hallelujah. Through the finished work of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. We are in a better covenant. Hallelujah. He can break through your life tonight. You might be in a generational battle. Certain things are conquering you. Certain thing answers are not coming. Certain delays are being faced. And you don't have any answers to the questions. You are pained and you are hurt. And you are in the low season of your life. You are depressed and discouraged. And disjointed and disconnected. But tonight let me tell you. God is sending a word tonight to break through hallelujah generational battle if you would connect he says afterwards there is an afterwards the battle is not forever in the new testament you decide when to come out of the battle the power of death and life and the power of your tongue you can open you you can open your mouth you can declare and come out of a territory of curse and and shame in the name of jesus hallelujah that's why abraham believed and it was credited to him as righteous he believed hey i can my me and my generation will get out of this battle and god said that's a righteous that's righteousness I declare you righteous. Hallelujah. He believed what God said. What happens when you believe? Go to Proverbs 4 and the 18th verse. What happens when you believe? How will the life of the righteous be? Proverbs 4 and the 18th verse. But the path of the just is like a shining, the shining sun. That shines ever brighter unto the perfect noonday. Amen. The message Bible says, The ways of the right living people glow with light. They no longer, the, long, the longer they live, the brighter they shine. But the road of wrongdoing gets darker and darker. Travelers can see a thing. They fall flat on their faces. The ways of the right living people glow with light. The one who is the righteousness of God. The one who has set his heart on the Lord. Their life, how is it? Glow with light. They are no longer going to be, hallelujah. Tonight, let me tell you, let me declare over you, your life is not supposed to be in darkness. If you are following Jesus, if Jesus lives in your heart, and if you set your life, hallelujah, on this heavenly pilgrimage, if you have given your life and abandoned your life to Jesus, the Bible says, darkness is not your inheritance. It will go from light unto light. The more you live, hallelujah, the more light you will have. The longer you live, the brighter you become. Come on, hallelujah, open your mouth and say, the longer I live, the brighter my life becomes. He will light up. He will help you. That's why you should be moving in that light and the darkness. You keep moving. If there is a momentum, if there is a movement, what how, and, and the righteous, the more they move, the darkness, hallelujah, you will become unstoppable. The darkness cannot catch over you. Hallelujah. Catch up with you. 
Hallelujah. Keep walking and shine brighter. This is what happened to Abraham. He didn't stay there. He walked and he walked and he walked. Hallelujah. Because the Lord has helped from Abraham to Abraham. Abraham gave up birth to Isaac and Isaac to Jacob and Jacob the patriarchs and, 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 and then wow. The Israelites pushed them out of their bondage. Came out of their bondage. But tonight you don't have to wait for four generations. You don't have to because Jesus Christ has redeemed you from the curse of the law. Uh, you are not under law but under grace. Come on, they shall walk in the blessing of Abraham now. Come on, hallelujah. You are the seed of Abraham. You can walk, hallelujah, as the seed of Abraham. How Abraham walked, hallelujah. Generations back, you can walk tonight because of the finished work of Jesus. Because I'm the seed of Abraham. Wow, wow, wow. Oh, I feel like singing Superman. <laughs> Hallelujah. But then some people in Genesis 6, 13 to 14, they are like Gideon. They ask. They ask questions to God. What, are the, what is the question Gideon asked? Then Gideon said to him, Oh my Lord, if the Lord is with us, why then has all this happened to us? And where are all his miracles which our fathers told us about? Saying, did not the Lord bring us up from Egypt? If God is with us, why is all these things happening? Where are all your miracles? Why are we going through such a low? Why is Midianites coming into our family, into our houses as if it is their family and it's their property? Verse 14 is powerful. And the Lord turned to him and said, go in this might of yours. And you shall save Israel from the hand of the Midianites. Lord turned to him. Everybody said, Lord turned to me. Lord turned to me. Every enemy evil powers will leave you when the Lord turned to you. Amen. Praise God. February, may the Lord turn to you. Come on, hallelujah. Oh, you won't see the back of God. You will see the face of God. Seek his face daily. Let the Lord turn to you in the name of Jesus. The Lord turned to him. When the Lord turned to you, there's something that happens in the realm of the spirit. There's something that is will manifest in your life. When the Lord turned to you, God pushed him from the low realm. And into a higher joyful realm and said, you mighty man of valor. Come on. One moment he was, hallelujah, fearful, afraid, hallelujah, hiding. On another moment, he is a mighty man of valor. Come on. The moments changed, hallelujah, because of the most high God came to help him. The moments changed. Come on. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. It was 11.59 Wednesday. A.M. I mean P.M. You were Gideon the fearful. One moment later, a minute later, it is A.M. And his mighty man of valor. Come on. Your P.M. is going to become an A.M. in your life in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. You are not going to be like what you were in the yesterday's minute. Today's minute is different. That's exactly what is happening. He was moved 
from a defeated to a victory receiving realm hallelujah a giant killing realm an answer receiving realm a pushing darkness realm verse 16 it says surely i will be with you it's a sure realm Amen. it's a sure victory many people are not sure they're going to have victory over their problems over their issues when you know god turned to you when god helps you when you're helped by god luke 5 says from nothing realm into a catch of his life realm the right side, the right ideas, the right people. Come on, the right moment. Hallelujah. Glory to God. The right businesses. In a moment, a moment back, he caught nothing. A moment later, as if this guy was catching in another sea altogether. Wow. Tonight, help the Lord. Ask the Lord, help me, Lord, to make the right moves. Help me to make the right moves. The Lord told me, I was asking the Lord, should I give this word today? The Lord told me to Ezekiel chapter 37, 1. Ezekiel. The hand of the Lord came upon me and brought me out in the spirit of the Lord and set me down in the midst of the valley and it was full of bones. Amen. It says, son, the hand of the Lord is upon you. To bring people out of the valley. Hallelujah. Into their army life. Hallelujah. Tonight, hallelujah, the hand of the Lord is upon me. To pick you out of the valley. To prophesy you out of the valley. To preach yourself out of the valley. To teach yourself out of the valley. Hallelujah. To look onto your faces and say, get out of the valley in the name of Jesus. Your life will not be disjointed, disoriented anymore in the name of the Lord. Will not be scattered. Will not be dry. Will not be open for other people to ridicule. No, that day is over. I command you to get out of the valley in the blood name of Jesus. If you receive it, say, I receive it now in Jesus' name. Lift your hands and thank the Lord. Pray, pray tonight. Oh, lift your hands and say, I'm coming out of my valley, coming out of my low place in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Yesterday disoriented, today army. Pastors prophesied, you're going to come out of the, the season with style. Oh, hallelujah. Dry bones doesn't have any style. The army of God is in style. Hallelujah. You're coming out of this season with style. It's a very interesting scripture in the Bible in 2 Chronicles chapter 20 and the 21st verse. Thank and when you. he had consulted with the people, he appointed those who should sing to the Lord and who should praise the beauty of holiness. As they went out before the army and were saying, Praise the Lord for His mercy endures forever. Praise the Lord for His mercies endureth forever. In the Old Testament, when nothing worked, when people of God came into a place when nothing worked and they sang about God's mercy and something happened. Hallelujah. You can see in the book of Psalms, whenever they were in a place of defeat, Israelites did something. When they knew that they were fighting armies better than, stronger than, outnumbered them, 
they did not fight them with their swords they let go of their swords and lifted their hands and invoked the mercy of God hallelujah and every time <laughs> they won hallelujah are you fighting a battle you can't win are you fighting with people hallelujah who can defeat you hallelujah are you with a season where you have no answers to your life's problems hallelujah don't try to fight it with your own strength let go of your weapons let go of your choice weapons let go of every expertise let go of every human ways and lift your hands invoke the mercy of god hallelujah come on somebody tonight and god will fight for you that evening God fought for them and gave them victory hallelujah brought them out of the low place into a high place the armies came against them and three of them confused defeated themselves and Israelites oh got the blessing and victory it became the valley of Baraka the valley of blessing hallelujah they won the losing battle they won the losing battle. Hallelujah. Tonight the hand of the Lord is upon me to tell you, you will win the losing battles of your life. There is no logical way for you to win this battle but there is a way of worship hallelujah there is a way of mercy that can make you win this battle in jesus name say thank you jesus thank you for your mercy for his mercy endureth forever praise the lord say it to your mouth praise the lord his mercies endureth forever praise the lord ten times his mercies endureth forever praise the lord 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 his mercies endure forever. Praise the Lord. 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 His mercies endure forever. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Look at. 2 Samuel chapter 10. I'm coming to my title of the word tonight. It's time to stay sweet. Can you read 2 Samuel chapter 10 verses 1 to 5? It happened after this that the king of the people of Ammon died and Hanun his son reigned in his place. Then David said, I will show kindness to Hanun the son of Nahash as his father showed kindness to me. So David sent by the hand of his servants to comfort him concerning his father. And David's servants came into the land of the people of Ammon. And the princes of the people of Ammon said to Hanun, Dear Lord, do you think that David really honors your father because he has sent comforters to you? Has David not rather sent his servants to you to search the city to spy it out and to overthrow it. Therefore Hanun took David's servants, shaved off half of their beards, cut off their garments in the middle at their buttocks and sent them away. When they told David, he sent to meet them. That's enough. Hallelujah. Praise God. It's an amazing part of God's scripture. They were greatly ashamed, the Bible says. Why? 
they went through such a low because they have obeyed the king they have listened to the king they have done what the king told them to do these people were in the perfect will of god and still they were attacked hallelujah the greatest battle of your life is not when you do something stupid and you open a way for the devil and the enemy to attack you and you know i was being stupid i want the mercy of god it's very interesting scripture here they have honored the king's word they have done things because the king said so and they have ended up being embarrassed half of their beard was shaven just imagine you know i don't know i don't know anybody's here or you know just imagine you carry a thick beard and just see a half mustache and half beard <laughs> you can remember our movie herod with a, just imagine herod being half in the old testament it is considered something to be embarrassing something to be ashamed of and then they cut their pant from behind basically basically their rear was exposed said they could see their buttocks <laughs> what is the context of the scripture david had a friend king nahush nahash nahash passed away he was a good friend of david so david is sending to his a kind gesture to son hanun and say hey though your father is not away there we are still there to care for you we still love you he is sending without arms some of the best people in his uh, mighty men in his army to console hanun and see what hanun has done to him listening to the lies of his counselors come on hallelujah there are lies when you are going through you know sometimes you get into trouble listening to the wrong people or we come to that later and these people they are attacked offended hurt humiliated embarrassed ashamed i heard the story mohammad ali got into an aeroplane he was in public one of the public aeroplanes and the stewardess noticed that he has not worn the seat belt so she politely told him mohammad ali where the seat belt for the plane is about to take off and he looked up looked up, looked up and looked looked at her face and grinned and told told her superman don't need no seat belt superman don't need no seat belt and she said superman don't need a seat belt then superman don't need an aeroplane <laughs> if the superman don't need a seat belt superman don't need an aeroplane says shut up and fasten your seat belts although we sing the superman song <laughs> 
the truth is the point is none of us are superman every day though that is our status though we are overcomers though greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world on a normal world we get hurt as a matter of fact luke 17:1 says it is impossible that offenses will not come offenses will come it's how you deal with it we get hurt either today or tomorrow it is impossible to live a life without hurt somebody in your family in your home maybe your own spouse maybe your own children somebody can hurt you today or tomorrow there is somebody who is close to you who can hurt you so much that you can keep a grudge and forgiveness in your heart someone can insult you in such a way that he'll expose your ego and your pride so can i really insult your pride we need to know how to deal with not being offended we have to learn it you have to learn how to deal with it because not being offended is unachievable you have to deal how 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 to navigate through this situation number 1 how to do it god will use the offense in your life to make you what he wants you to be yesterday i told you people who helped me made me stand people who did not help me brought me to my knees sometimes the worst things done to you brings the best out of you hallelujah open your mouth and say the worst things that has happened to me brought the best out of me wow an abused joyce mayer became the teacher the preacher the world renowned leader of the christian community it brought the best out of her we need to understand there are heights we will never reach unless and until we get offended it is through our offense that we will reach certain heights in new zealand it is a place of more fightless birds than any other place in the world it is said that 43% of the birds can't fly it's an island but they can't fly instead of wings they have little stubs the reason their wings are under advanced or under developed and they never grow is into full wings is because the fact that there are no predators in that island they cease to fly their wings doesn't grow because there are no predators in the land there are no snakes or wolves bobcats nothing to threaten nothing to threaten them to fly nothing them to threaten the birds so they are underdeveloped because no predators no need to fly and no need to fly you will use the ability to fly 
it takes a predator to give you the wings to go higher come on bhava ragavala sandara duradara it gives a predator hallelujah a situation that is greater than you has threatening you it takes that kind of situation to fly higher 2022 i see some birds in petra church flying higher in the spirit i'm saying oh higher hallelujah you're going to higher for the glory of god say this i'm going to go higher and higher like an eagle hallelujah glory to god either it's your choice either you can scratch yourself in the barnyard with the chickens all your life or you can mount up with wings like eagles hallelujah but you can't do it without a predator without an opposition the pilots you can ask savan fly the aeroplane into the wind they go against the wind because that is what gives the lift it is the opposition of the wind that gives the plane the lift 41% of the birds in new zealand doesn't develop because there are no predators no wings i mean not developed sometimes you say why having why i am why do i face so many challenges why do i have so many enemies and why are so many people against me because god wants you to fly higher come on habaragamana sampharadana no enemies everybody saying good things about you everybody loves you something is wrong come on hallelujah people who fly high many people don't like them come on hallelujah glory to god rabababa satala adirigadagavala sampharadana because they don't compromise on the word of god they don't compromise on their holiness they don't compromise on their lifestyle they don't compromise on their dressing they don't compromise there is something about them hallelujah rabababa sandara duradaravara sandara they have a holy lifestyle they are a holy nation they speak the truth and they live the truth the more the wind the faster you can get up the heavier the load the faster you go against the wind and the higher that you can go such was the case in this story hallelujah when david sent an unarmed ambassadors dignitaries to show his love they were wronged wrong people whispered into his ears it was an opportunity for king nahash and nahash's son hanun It was an opportunity to meet the greatest king. Because of wrong people whispered into his eyes, he lost the opportunity to get into the next level. They said, "Oh, he has come to take care of our, take control over our land." That's what they say. You have say people who are not joined to the church, people who have half-hearted in the church, people who go to this church and another church and you listen to their voices. you lose your opportunity be careful about the lying voices that come don't engage with those kind of people and lose your opportunity they'll say oh the church is trying to control you 
false accusations i've been in this journey for a, about 22 years i've seen many people like this and i've gone to the deepest of low and now they are so egoistic and staying in that bottom bottomless pit i want to say if they stay there i'll take them to hell you try to reach out and reach out and reach out no the pride has become stronger and stronger and stronger they know all knowing they become greater than the pastors and the king of kings <laughs> they shaved half beard was shaved and they exposed the rarent If Abednego, Meshach and Sadak would have looked at them, they said, what's the big deal? We got into the fire. You have only lost your beard and your, maybe your back part. <laughs> maybe the underwears can be seen. Nothing, nothing more than that. <laughs> what's the great deal? Daniel would have said, come on guys. I was in lion's den with the lion. You guys are upset about losing your beard it will grow again man but the problem here is it was not a physical wound that that made them ashamed it was a wound in the mind they got wounded in their heart and they were disrespected they were treated like low men they were embarrassed in front of people something went and really bit them in their heart their heart was wounded when a human mind is wounded there's nothing more painful than that that's why i'm coming with the word tonight god is not able to do something good because you've been wounded and you've gone to the extent and thinking that maybe even god is against me See, you do the wrong thing, you get wounded. At least you can pacify. Hey, if I do the correct thing, something good will happen. And I'll move into God's plan. These guys listened to the king. They were faithful to the king. In today's language, they were committed to the king. Committed to the work of the Lord. Committed to the service of the Lord. They would have been tithing correctly. Coming to worship. They were the first one to go. The last one to leave. They were there to help the pastor. They were... Their time, their energy, everything was sacrificed. And why did this happen to me? It's a wound. It's not easy. They did their best. Beard was a, those days in Israel, it was a sign of their authority, their rank. And shaving them out, it's like treating them like mere mortals, men. And they were mighty men of David. In the past they fought many battles now looking like shameful ordinary second class so wounded them deeply the self-respect is gone but let me tell you something nobody is exempted from it anybody who has been called by god 
goes through this situation nobody is exempted from it lift your hands and thank the lord tonight hallelujah nobody is exempted from it if you are going through it hallelujah know that king is not against you are still king's child amen now what did david do few points tonight he said go to jericho and wait till your beard grow he said don't come here i don't want to expose you in front of the nation no go to jericho till your beard grow like the prodigal son when he came father ran and covered him because he said i don't want to expose what he's gone through i don't want to expose him publicly yesterday i so told you the 21st chapter of john was written so that peter will not be exposed last time you see peter was denying him so 21st chapter lord is writing just for peter so that when everybody looks at peter he's still the rock come on he's still on his way to the hallelujah platform at pentecost it looks like he's writing a sermon in 21st chapter come on look at the way god come on when god takes over your life look at the way that he hallelujah praise god bring the climax the climax of your life is not with the devil come on look at over your life and say the climax of my life is not with the devil god does not allow people to talk what you have gone through he said i'll cover you stay in jericho you know why he said go to jericho They go to Jericho. Don't go back and take revenge. These guys could have gone and taken revenge. They would have hurt them badly. They could have stripped them of everything. But they took the insult and went to Jericho. The original name of Jericho means sweet fragrance. Everybody says sweet fragrance. Sweet fragrance. In other words, God is saying, get back into your sweetness. It's time to get back into your sweetness. Hallelujah don't plan your vengeance don't plans how to defeat them how to attack them how to teach them a lesson hallelujah praise the lord don't teach but stay sweet look at two people and say stay stay sweet it's the time to stay sweet stay sweet it says your beard will grow back revival will come your respect will come your honor will come your glory will come stay sweet hallelujah oh rava baba sandala dala tonight petra church stay sweet our revival kim will come our glory will come our answer prayers will come all our excellence will come rava baba sandala our promises and its fulfillment will come our time will come stay sweet you will not have to face the same battle all your life if you stay sweet hallelujah a place to stay sweet what did elijah teach elisha in jericho in battles a place of warfare stay sweet what did joshua teach the joshua generation when you see the walls of jericho 
know that God has given us Jericho, the place of sweetness into our hands. All that you need to do is to listen to the instructions and praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Only two things in a warfare that need necessary. One is praise the Lord and one is listen to the instruction through God declare through uh, your divine helper, through your Joshua's. Sweetness came. Hallelujah. Jesus is Christ, your sweetness. A man went from Jerusalem to Jericho. He stripped apart, lost everything, half dead. Nobody there. Everybody passed. Nobody helped him. The Samaritan came. The good Samaritan came and gave him wine, gave him sweetness. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. You might be in your Jericho. Hallelujah. In the place of warfare. Hallelujah. You have lost everything. Praise God. But sweetness will come back. Stay in sweetness. Get back to sweetness. Hallelujah. Get back to your sweetness. Jesus Christ is your sweetness. Taste him and see he is good. Come on, somebody. Oh, make your children sweet. Hallelujah. No rapist, no terrorist will touch them. Keep their life sweet. Protect them with their sweetness. They will not be attracted by wrong people. It is when you are bitter, negative people, negative attacks come. Teach them to be sweet through your own life. Hallelujah. Let us be a church that is sweet. Stay sweet. It will not attract robbers and thieves if you are sweet. Hallelujah. Bartimaeus cry, Lord, I'm blind. And he saw a sweet God in Jericho. How many of you say, Lord, I can't see my future. I don't know what my future is going to be. I'm so blinded. I'm so anxious. I'm fretful. I don't know, Lord. He stopped there. Stopped there in the Jericho road and made his life sweet. When you don't know what your future is lo- looks like, just anxiety, worry. What are these services for in our church? Services are to make you sweet again. Why do we come to church? Why do we switch on the TV? I've seen people who have been faithful watching the services, writing the notes, meditating through it. Through this lockdown become more and more sweeter and pliable. Hannah ask Hannah the woman of God in the Bible in 1 Samuel chapter 1 Oh Rabba Shandra Dura Manasya 
Are you here church tonight? Are you here? The usher asked to this lady, "Where do you want like to sit?" He said, "No ma'am." "Oh, no ma'am. You don't want to sit there because our pastor is very boring. He'll put you to sleep. Let me let me make you sit somewhere else and she was appalled and she said sir do you know who i am and he said no she said says i'm the pastor's mother so he hung his head in embarrassment finally he looked up a looked up and said ma'am do you know who i am and she said no he said thank god <laughs> i don't know how you are sitting tonight be sweet don't be nasty don't sleep in your home hallelujah you stay sweet you listen to you listen to the word well you don't sleep great things will happen in your life mm look at hana hallelujah the beautiful thing about hana was she was in the bitterness of soul the bible says the bitterness of soul she came to the house of god year after year nothing happened because she was complaining bitter towards penaniah who was challenging her putting her down belittling her you know the bible says oh if you read uh certain bible says was provoked the message bible says hana was reduced to tears and had no appetite every time she went to the sanctuary she was taunted her rival wife taunted her cruelly rubbing it on her never letting her forget that god has not given her children one of the bible says the uh, nlt version says penaniah would don hannah and make fun of her because the lord had kept her from children having children fun of rubbing it on so hannah went into the house of god the bible says somewhere as she was ministering to the lord a somewhere when eli was ministering to her a sweet presence came and her face was no longer sad how do i know pastor that she became sweet because she had to go into the same house she did not have an extra rented house she had to go back into the same house and love penaniah in spite being provoked and made fun of 
and being vexed. She could have cursed her. No. She took it and stayed sweet and Samuel came. You cannot change people. You cannot change situations. They're going to be in your house and in your homes and in your neighboring places and sometimes in the, even in the church. You cannot. You have to stay sweet to bring out your Samuel. Hallelujah. You have to stay sweet to bring out your promises. You have to stay sweet to bring out the fulfillment. Hallelujah. Of what God spoke to you. Let this be a year that you will stay sweet. This is your time and your moment to stay sweet. In spite of. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Keep the right spirit. And this is what I want to tell you. They did not trying to judge them or defeat them or prove the point to them. They stayed sweet. And king sent the mighty men Joab and some choice men and fight the battle for these people. Come on somebody tonight. Oh Romans 12 19 says vengeance is mine. Come on, read Romans 12 and the 19th verse. Beloved, do not avenge yourselves, but rather give place to wrath. For it is written, vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. Vengeance is mine. Quit trying to defend. Quit trying to be somebody. Be calm, be sweet. If you look to the Google, there's something called nitroglycerine, nitropyl. It is used for two purposes. One is to, the substitute of nitropyl is used to, it's a dynamite, it's used to blow bridges. Or it is also used to heal hearts. If you have a heart attack, they give the same pill. The words can destroy bridges or heal broken hearted. Don't fight with each other. Don't fight with the one who is behaving badly. You stay sweet. God says vengeance is mine. God doesn't take your offense lightly. He takes it seriously. He said stay sweet and I will take care of it. Lift your hands and say stay sweet and God will take care of it. God will take care of it. All that they need to do was to stay sweet and God send the mighty army, the greatest of men and finish these guys off. Hallelujah. God will fight your battles. God will destroy in the New Testament. God will destroy principalities, authorities, dominions, powers, darkness, everything that is trying to, hallelujah, outwit you. He will, hallelujah, defeat them on behalf of you. You you stay sweet and he takes the vengeance. Hallelujah. He said, God will prepare a table in the presence of his enemies. Hallelujah. Psalm 119, 165 says, Great peace have those who love their law of God. Nothing can, nothing can cause them to be offended. Nothing causes them to be offended. That's the KJV version says. And KJV says stumble, but KJV says, Nothing shall offend them. Nothing. 
There's a place in your life. That's where yesterday I told you can be a superman. I mean, not a place where yeah, it's a realm that you can open yourself. You can overcome this. Tonight, let the Holy Spirit do a work in you. Stay sweet and the king do, let the king do the rest. Look at two people and say, stay sweet and let the king do the rest. I don't know how, how many of you have watched this movie, Black Hawk Down. Delta Force goes to East Africa trying to extract a dangerous drug lord. Two helicopters already struck down and they sent additional soldiers to rescue those people who are alive because things went bad trying to pick up the drug lord. The one, the soldiers who gone there, everything went bad. They, were, they had to face shootings and bombs. I mean, many people died. The enemies were shooting them down and additional soldiers were sent to rescue them. But there is a scene in the movie and the book if you read the commander of commanding officer seeing the plane down he tell the officer one of the soldiers a junior officer to get out of there and get into the van and to drive says we are going to go out of this place soldier get into that van and start driving and the soldier lifts his hand and showed socials, show his, show his, shows his hand to the commanding officer and said, I've been hit by a bullet. I don't have fingers. Few of my fingers have gone. I've been shot badly. And the answer of this commanding officer is a classic. He said, We have all been shot. Shut up. Get into the truck and drive. The fact of the matter is not just you who is wounded and shot down and going through despair. We have all been shot. Everybody has gone through battles in life. It's not that anybody had it easy. You're not the first one to shot. We've all been shot. But we have to get into that truck and start moving. Don't be mad at somebody else. Don't blame somebody else. Lest you will die. Get into that truck. Start moving. Stay sweet. Start moving. Paul said, forgetting what lies behind and looking ahead. Tonight, hallelujah. Stay sweet. Forget what those behind. Hallelujah. Go ahead tonight. Hallelujah. Start loving again. Start caring for again. Get out of your hard-heartedness. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Jericho is a place God is giving. Instead of a spirit of heaviness, a garment of praise. Hallelujah. May the garment of praise come back and God will make you win. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Lift your hands and praise the Lord tonight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.